Chapter 1. Zombie Pansies A child born of the source, the dragon's flame at her call. Like no other, she wields spells with force, lest she ascend, an eon of evil for all. My flower is dead. Anara stood, hands frozen inches from the lifeless pansy on the long stone table. The words of the Dryad's prophecy clung to her thoughts like mist. She had to learn how to heal. It was the foundation of holy magic. And here in healing class, she'd hoped to be free from the dark spells that flowed uncontrollably from her fingertips. But nothing in the lessons was supposed to be dead, just injured. Resurrection was reserved for older students. She glanced around the classroom. At the end of the lab bench, Keith's mop of black hair quivered as he flicked the petals of a wilted daisy. At least her best friend's specimen wasn't dead. Professor Anunsalus, cloaked in the thick brown robes of a holy druid, hunched over a desk at the front of the room. He nodded and smiled at Darsis and Janstina, daughters of prominent druidic council members, who stood across from him attentively examining a vibrant rose. A stone healing font, white mottled with black, bubbled lazily in the corner. Water from an ancient spring in the fortress was piped directly into the room for their training. Even though she'd been in Galdlin for a year, she found herself surprised by the strange combination of homey and otherworldly that the island's buildings held. Miss Gairn, is there a problem? Professor Anunsalus's deep voice rumbled from the front of the room, drawing Inara from her introspection. I, um... No one else was complaining of dead lab specimens. Well, this flower is, a. Uh... Twenty students, all children of land's royalty and the Druidic Council, turned to look at her. Darsis smirked, her thin red hair braided delicately away from her high dryad forehead. Janstina wore the same hairstyle, but with her thick black sylphin hair, the effect was the opposite of her friend's demure appearance. Her wild strands twisted and tumbled as if trying to escape her head. The dark-haired girl snickered. Anunsalus frowned, his clear eyes flaring under shaggy white eyebrows. Unmoving from his spot at the front of the room, he glared at the plant before her. It's the simplest healing spell I can teach you, but if you aren't up to it, we can start you with blessings. His voice boomed. Anara felt her ears burn. She wanted the old man to like her, but something about him seemed hard, shut off. She wondered if it was because she didn't come from a royal family or council household. Several of her teachers, all council members, treated her the same way, with cool indifference. Anara looked at the pansy, still dead, then at her teacher, who was staring at her, waiting. The class remained silent. Didn't he see the plant wasn't alive at all? His expression remained questioning. Did she want to admit she couldn't do this and be separated from the rest to learn how to do a blessing? She took a deep breath. A sideways glance at Keith showed him smiling at the end of the desk. He shot her a secret thumbs up under the table. Failure was not an option. Healing spells were a major part of light magic, and she had to master the path of light. Fulfilling the good part of the prophecy demanded it. No, I can do this. The greenish glow filtering through the classroom's life tree 
An ancient, knotted maple darkened as a cloud passed over the room's large sundome. Outside, the wind picked up. The life tree's broad leaves shivered. A breeze whistled through the castle corridor on the other side of the heavy wood door. Anara focused on the delicate head of purple petals and yellow stamen. She lifted a delicate, indigo-stained pine wand lying next to her scribbled notes on healing incantations. Mag coil. Make unharmed. Nothing happened. Darsus and her friends at the front of the room giggled. Anuncilus folded his arms, his white beard pulling the creases in his face into several versions of a scowl. Anara bit her lip. How was she supposed to rely on holy magic if it didn't work?